Here's what happened this morning with Stacey and Clayton. Just like the program Sesame Street, uh, the Stacy and Clayton show is also brought to you by a letter, a word, whatever. Uh, today, Stacy and Clayton is brought to you by the word scaries. <laughs> um, we've talked about the scaries before on the show. Uh, it's what the kids now call being hungover. And by kids, I mean obviously people over the age of... 19 years of old. Of course. Nine-year-olds right? aren't running around in grade three. Oh, I got the scaries, guys. Three glasses of orange juice last night. No pulp. It was crazy. Uh, no, the scaries, another cool word for being hungover. We talk about the Sunday scaries. Uh, we've talked about the parent scaries when you're just running on no sleep. Yeah. Another scaries here, the lake scaries. Dun, dun, dun. Explain. Uh, it's when you just get used to lake life, and then you, oh, yeah. and then you get back home, and it's like, hold on a second. And just normal life <laughs> makes you feel hungover, right? It's like the real hungover scaries. The beer makes you feel hungover, yeah. right? Um, lake scaries. It's just normal everyday life. You right. mean I can't rip down the street in my golf cart? But. <laughs> I can't walk down to the lake. I have to drive on asphalt roads, not dirt roads. <laughs> what? I can't just go tarps off wherever I want to. Oh, like, man. I, lake life, you just get so used to it, right? Yep. It's casual, no shoes anywhere. Eating like a maniac. Eat, eat whatever you want. Yep. Watermelon for lunch? Sure. Why not? Then you get back to real life. Oh, I should have some vegetable. What's wrong with me? Like Even traffic, any red light just... Oh, God, yeah. Off. You're like, wouldn't be like this at the lake. Gripping that there's one stop sign. It's your lake. You're Ugh. like, lake scaries. It's a real thing. Yeah. And it's just, it's like a three day event. Well, and you guys are able to go to the lake almost every weekend well, because, because it's, it's a black strap. It's a black strap so 20 close. minutes away. We got the lake scaries all the time. There We're you back go. Back and forth between reality and lake life. Like, lake life is the ultimate, like, tinted sunglasses, right? Mm-hmm. It is the Beer ultimate. Goggles. Oh, my goodness. And then you get back. I don't, we don't know what we had, Stacey. <laughs> lake scaries. You got them. Text us 9380963. Happy Monday. It's Stacey and Clayton, and a conspiracy is afoot. <laughs> We were just talking about the lake scaries. Another mm-hmm. big part of the lake scaries, checking your bank after a weekend at the lake. Because you don't think... Not cheap. You don't think about real life stuff at the lake, like finances and <laughs> money. You're just like, I'm at the lake. Whatever. Let's um, eat. Checking my bank statement and I realize, whoa, what's this like $90 charge? Right. Liquor store. Yeah. Um, I know what you might be thinking. Yeah, Clayton, that sounds about right. No, I bought... Like two cases of beer, two twelve cases of beer, two twelve packs for ninety dollars. Ninety dollars. Now one one was like a fancy summer beer, refreshing when it's plus thirty out kind of beer. So I get it, pay a little bit extra for that, but ninety dollars. That's insane, right? And like you see the price, you're like, okay, right? You get to the till, the tax, the tax. It's that sticker shock, right? Where they get you, they're like, oh look, this is cheap. Oh my goodness! By the way, there's eight dollars in tax. Shiver me timbers! Look at this deal on liquor. It almost upsets me now at the liquor store when they're like, look at this great deal. I'm like, I've been to Alberta. That is not a good deal. Lies. That's the thing. We got this province right beside us. Yeah. Cheapest liquor ever. And it's like, put the... Bo- 
Guys, I feel like guys. liquor stores should almost do what airports and flight carriers have to do now, where the posted price mm-hmm. is taxes and fees included. Well, Stop lying to us. Right. Just tell it like it is. Here's the thing, though. I have no problem paying this tax, whatever. It's beer. I like I like the odd the odd beer here and there. But where is all this liquor money going? Because everyone grabs a case on the way to the lake. <laughs> this is Saskatchewan. People like their beer, right? With that math and logic, we should have liquor tax money coming out the wazoo right now. Where is all the money going to? Oh, yeah. Someone knows. $8,000 flights. That's where it's going Uh. to. Sometimes brushing your teeth, it's it's an annoying task. I get it. I only brush my teeth. Oh, gross. Once a day? Sometimes twice. Is that bad? Just keep digging your hole that's fine i guess i have good very good teeth i've been told that by the dentist so i'm okay with it who are you trying to convince here myself (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes brushing your teeth i don't know i find it to be super annoying and i just can't be bothered uh this is very interesting science just making huge advancements micro robots are being worked on and developed to clean teeth by shape-shifting into either what could be like a considered a toothbrush or dental floss. Basically, little tiny micro-robots released into your mouth. That sounds terrifying. And they go to work brushing and flossing your teeth. They're directed by uh, nanoparticles that have catalytic and magnetic activity. Oh, I'm not going to go into the details, but basically... You they just can... did go into the details. Oh, there's way more, trust me. <laughs> but basically, yeah, they can slip between your teeth, brush for you, get, ri- get rid of the plaque... All while doing absolutely nothing. So if you're like Stacy, you just can't find 45 seconds in the day. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. Moving my arm consistently for <laughs> 45 seconds? It's too much. Do you know how important of a person I am? I can't find that kind of time. Can I just say, as the mother of a three-year-old, um, brushing the teeth of a toddler mm-hmm. is not fun. It's like brushing the teeth of a dog, right? It's super frustrating. They always want to eat the toothpaste. Yeah, I get it. This sounds amazing. Being able to just inject some robots into their mouth and they do all the dirty work. Yeah, that doesn't sound horrifying at all. Hey, open up, sweetie. We're just going to put these tiny robots in your mouth and they're going to go to town on your teeth. Amazing. That was a good impression of me with a needle. Yeah. Was that a needle? It was. See, that's how bad okay. this needle is going to be. This is it makes it even worse, Stacy. I just I don't want robots on my teeth, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. Hey, that's where we are uh, right now. Just classic, hey, robots taking more jobs. First it's self-checkout <laughs> taking the cashier's job. Now, now it's this. robots taking the toothbrush manufacturer's jobs. <laughs> what next? 7-Eleven Monday morning, Stacy Clayton. No and. Just oh, man, that boom, threw me boom, off. Boom, You miss one word and it throws you completely <laughs> it off. It sounded so weird. Stacy Clayton. Stacy Clayton. We're just a thing now. Um, read a story over the weekend about the lineups at these um, vaccine clinics for kids under five. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got your daughter. You were right on the appointment schedule. Oh, was I? Eight o'clock. Boom. Yeah, I was. I got in on Friday. I mm-hmm. actually went down there on Friday and there was uh, definitely, it wasn't a big lineup. Like, I remember when the vaccine clinics first opened at Prairie yeah. Land and the cars were lined up back into Diefenbaker Park. That was insane. The lineups were so big. People were going to like Humboldt and oh, yeah. PA. They were going to places like an hour away the to get the vaccine. The wait times were like seven hours. I'd rather drive an hour than wait in line for two. Yes. That's actually kind of good logic there. But, but at um, it was at Prairie Land in Hall B, one of the smaller halls and there was a wait when we got there because there was some confusion as to how many kids were actually getting vaccinated that day so children under five 
waiting in line for, I think it was about like an hour, hour 15 for some parents. Not just one or two kids either. Like a, a some whole parents, room full of parents and kids waiting in line together. Uh-huh. What's your strategy when you have to wait in line for like an hour, an hour and a half? With your daughter, Fiona. Well, here's the thing. I didn't know about the wait, so Mm -hmm. I just rock in there and I'm like, do-do-do, holding Fiona's hand. I have my purse with me and that's it. And in my purse, there are no no things for her. Are you panicking? Like, what's your your waiting in line strategy? I just went with it. Fiona, in fairness, she's such a good kid. Like, she doesn't... I'm sorry, but it's the actual truth. She didn't ask for snacks. She didn't ask for water. All she wanted to do was run around a fence. (laughs) I was like, have at her. But... Remember when running around a fence was just good times? It was. Oh, she man. was having a blast, so she had a good time. But I did see a lot of tablets. I saw a lot of phones. Mm-hmm. I saw headphones. I saw snacks. I saw laying on the floor. Parents do whatever you possibly can to keep them entertained. Absolutely. Let us know what your waiting in line strategy is when yes. you have a young one with you. Because adults, they can just sit there, stare at the ground, stare Look at, at the their phone. phone, whatever. They're good. They're adults. Kids just don't understand that, right? What's yeah. your waiting in line with kids strategy? Let us know. 938-0963. I want to get my kid like a Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Right? Like when, when little Morris grows up, here's a Game Boy, play some Pokemon, something like that. In my head, that's better than giving him an iPad to watch Paw Patrol. Hey, don't look at this new screen. Look at this older generation See screen. See how there are no colors whatsoever? Yeah, that's right. 96.3 Cruise FM variety that rocks with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Those guys have been busy. Uh, they just kicked off the North American leg of their stadium tour on Friday in Denver. And uh, they're putting out some more music. They just a few months ago released a comeback record after being uh, away for a while. And they've got another studio album in the works coming out in October. Busy mm. guys. Mm-hmm. Speaking of music, um, Polka. <laughs> <laughs> just a what a great segue. Just a easy transition easy. from the Red Hot Chili Peppers into polka, polka. Because when I think of RHCP, I think of polka. Well, here's the thing: uh, there are some rumblings in the industry that polka might be uh, on its way out. Polka still has its own industry, hey? <laughs> Apparently, huh, you learn something new. And every you know day. what? This is no disrespect whatsoever no, to polka. No. Um, this is just what people who love to perform and enjoy this music are saying is that you know the fan base and just the the need for polka music is dwindling um fun fact my start in radio was as a polka music radio dj <laughs> really Our sister station in yorkton gx94 uh, i was the saturday night get together host wow just pumping out the polka tunes after the yorkton terriers game pumping out the jams oh man uh here's the thing most polka tunes man they sound the exact same. That, you know what? That is a very but good point. there's one song. It's called the Beer Barrel Polka. I'm going to get it ready for later on in the show here. Okay. It is like, you know how the kids say bangers now? Like, oh, that song's a banger. Yeah. This song is a certified banger. Wow. You might be laughing at me right now. Polka, banger, that doesn't go together. Oh, wait till you hear I can't wait to hear polka. it. And I read this uh, headline. I was like, wow, that's so crazy. Like a whole genre of music just fizzling out. And then I remembered like uh, Ska in the 90s. Oh, Remember that? Real Big Fish. They were the best ska band. Man, it was just, it took over and then it was like, what? Ska? No, never heard of it. No. Um, disco. Same thing happened to disco in the 70s. Everyone was eating dis- up disco with a mm-hmm. spoon and then all of a sudden uh, rock came around and it was, not, I shouldn't say rock, but um, 
all of a sudden it was like, no, the 80s happened and they were like, disco's ridiculous. People realized, oh, I just like this because I was doing so many drugs. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's why I why. like this music. <laughs> Even emo and all that kind uh, of stuff. There have been other music genres that have kind of come and then gone. I want emo to come back. Do you really know? emo music, hey? Uh, so much angst. Uh, we were talking about polka music earlier today. It was like 15 minutes ago. And how polka music on the verge of death. Yes. Just like... The whole genre. Just like emo music and ska music, disco music. It's a genre of music that just might go away. Mm -hmm. And not obviously like go away. It's not like no one's going to listen to polka music ever again. No, but its popularity exactly. is very much dwindling. Because um, it's from a certain era, mm -hmm. right? Now, today's music... Right? That's why polka isn't popular anymore, because today's music is so much different. Is today's music good, Stacey? Well, that's the thing. I don't know. I I feel like it's something like as you age, mm -hmm. you go back to what you enjoyed listening to growing up and you think and you know in your heart that is the best music. You think that's, that's the That's when the music was mm -hmm. good. And it's funny because we're seeing this resurgence, too, of like older music uh, Kate Bush running up the hill yeah huge right now all thanks to appearing on Stranger Things even uh, Metallica had a, one of their songs on Stranger Things that's back in the charts uh, Fleetwood Mac had a huge resurgence as well like all these older bands people are kind of like oh my god that music is great well because the kids they never heard of them before yeah and they're like oh my goodness I discovered this band the Rolling Stones you guys will never believe and everyone else is like yeah we know welcome <laughs> to the club. We Thank know, you. guys, but it's... Do you kind of get annoyed when the younger generation discovers things that we already knew about? For me, I'm like, pumped. I'm like, yes. Yeah, go out there great. and learn more. It seems like the older generation always looks down on the younger generation, right? It's always just, like, you punk teens, you don't know how good you have it. I just wish... I want them to appreciate it for what it is instead of because it's popular. Yeah. You know, like you want them to actually like delve into it and mm -hmm. like hear a few albums and really like the band instead of just holding on to that one song and being like, this is so popular right now. Like, Why no, did I talk like no that? No matter what. Yeah, I don't know what that was. I apologize <laughs> on behalf of our show. Not everybody um, talks I just, like that. Every older generation thinks the younger generation is garbage. Like the, the generation 20 years below them. Oh, yeah. you don't know what's good, right? Like, I bet you back in like the 60s and 70s there were people screaming, oh, this, this is a new wave of music. These Rolling Stones, no way they last. No way they last. This is just, oh, put Buck Owens on the radio. Now that's real music. Music exactly. right there. Being a dad, 85% of it is just packing stuff. Ah, yeah. That's what it is. If you're Welcome. a dad, you're just a professional packer. Go buy a Brett Favre jersey. That's what you are. You're a packer. <laughs> I was uh, packing the car for the lake. Yep. And when you have a two-month-old baby, let me tell you, it's like a game of Tetris in that SUV trunk area there. You got to fit the golf clubs. You got to fit the stroller. You got to fit the bed. You got to fit the pump bag. You got to fit all these things, they right? They require a lot of things. I don't want to toot my own horn here, Stacy, but... Yes, you do. Did a pretty freaking amazing job packing this <laughs> trunk. Let me tell you, it was so good. I had to take a picture oh, nice. of the pack job and send it to my dad to show him Aww. that his superior packing skills were in fact passed down to me. He was so proud. He was like, Clayton, I've never been prouder of you in my life. Aww, I'm like, so cute. Wow, it took 31 years. Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. Uh, <laughs> I've, done, the thing. I've like, done the same thing with a cooler. Done such a good pack job right? that I had to take a picture. And you're proud oh, of yourself. Oh, it feels good. You know 
you're super old when mm-hmm. you're proud of your packing skills. Absolutely. You're like, that's a good job right there. I Pack like to document cooler. this. Freezer is the other big one. Oh, yeah. When you like rearrange the freezer, because everyone's freezer turns into a giant mangled mess every once it's in a while, a right? It's just a cold hole. It just happens. <laughs> that's all it is. Freezer, you mean my, my cold, cold hole? Sorry. Anywho, anyway. <laughs> um, it's it's a mess in there. And then you take everything out and you rearrange it and you're like, wow, I just acquired all this space in my it's freezer. It's so much better. Because of my packing skills. My cold hole is efficient now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, look at all the space I got. The yep. old CH. <laughs> cold hole. Uh, but and you're proud of it. You take photos. Like, I'm taking photos of the pack job and sending it to people I know. I know. If 12-year-old Clayton saw what was going on right now, he would kick me right in the face. Things are not great right now in Rider Nation. Another loss for the Riders yesterday, their second in a row to Toronto. It was a weird game from start to finish. That big missed field goal return, and then the end of the game, the kick return fumble. Yeah, not good. Just a bunch of stuff in between as well. Tensions are high right now in Ryderville. A lot of suspensions, couple losses in a row, people starting to question everything. Of just course. seems like Ryder fans right now, they can't relax. They're not having a fun time. We need to need to laugh at ourselves a bit here, Stacey, okay? I think that's what helps. Uh, Laughter is the best medicine. We did this a few years ago when the Riders were struggling because I was listening to the post-game show yesterday here on Cruise, like when people are calling in, voicing yeah. their opinion, and people were just... Those are always so fun. They were just going off, right? <laughs> and it's just, it sucks because you want to be positive, but you can't. There's so much negativity. Yeah. So we're going to take those negative calls in the post-game show, mm-hmm. and we're going to put the theme song from the movie Free Willy in the background. You know that song by Michael oh, Jackson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to throw that in the background of those negative calls because the contrast is just, well, he, here you go. The Riders could not run the football effectively. Uh, in all fairness to Jake Galanga, he, he was short three quality receivers, and, and I think a lot of this game is hung on Williams. That he's got a lot of ability. The best thing about having ability is availability. He was selfish, <laughs> he was unprofessional, and he, he this game goes on him. And if I see one more swing pass <laughs> in the next three games, I'm going to pull my hair out. If you have five receivers, and no one could go down. You got third string quarterback. How do we get 43 yards, guys? The CFL's disgrace of the eye in the sky. It's like they're vacuuming their house and they're doing whatever they're doing and all of a sudden they hear something on TSN, so then they look at the TV and redo it. When we were doing those swing passes, I'm assuming when you have an offense, and I, I coached my brother's touch football team and we knew it a little bit. The old line was awful. They couldn't run block. They couldn't pass block. I think I think I've told you before, Don, if you go back to last year, I said they had to improve a tackle, okay? They haven't improved that tackle. Washington, I think his name is, punched our guy out of the bounds today. That should have been an ejection. That no yards call, that shouldn't have to go to a challenge. That should be them calling that. And you can't tell me, Claros, when Cody is healthy, is any better than Cody, but Zach has the offensive line. If you line those two quarterbacks up under Winnipeg's offensive line, you can't tell me Zach is that much better than Cody. He's got a better offensive coordinator. The eye in the sky does not do their job efficiently, consistently, or properly. Well, this could have gone on wow. for another 19 minutes, by the way. Can I just point out my two favorite lines from that uh, yeah. little ditty? 
Jake Galanga. And I think a lot of this game is no, no, don't let the wrong part there. Yeah, Jake Galanga. If you're gonna call, bless that guy's heart. If you're gonna call in, get the name right. Oh, uh, and also too, I t- I coached my brother's touch football team. So therefore, I am uh, able to critique this professional team. Ryan Reynolds is celebrating the fact, along with Hugh Jackman, that their two hit movies, Logan and uh, Deadpool, are the first R-rated movies to appear on Disney+. Plus. Aw, good for them. It's funny because Disney+, Plus, in your mind, you think nothing but just Disney movies and cute cartoons, but mm-hmm. Disney actually has the content for like a lot of... Really great sitcoms, other movies that aren't necessarily all cutesy, fun, Mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, So Ryan Reynolds was basically saying how there are other movies, too, that really should have an R rating. And he kind of broke it down, made a little... restricted rating screen for it. Breaking and entering borderline polyandry. Uh, Pretty sure those diamonds aren't cruelty-free, which I believe, is that Robin Hood? I think so. I don't know. That one. Um, So he's making classic Disney movies into R-rated movies. Total ugly cry-inducing straight-up murder of old yellow. Of old yellow. Old yeller. Also, bear abuse. Clearly, that's old yeller. Mm -hmm. Um, Fratricide. Mauling. Very possible half-sibling lovin' or at least kissing cousins. Seriously? Lion King. Uh, Cold-blooded killing of an innocent deer mom. That will cause lifelong trauma. Bambi. Bambi. Obviously. And we all know that, like, those old fairy tale sort of classics have really deep and, like, kind of freaky meanings to them. Mm -hmm. So let's make up some some of our own, shall we? I got a couple of Disney movies I've turned R-rated. The Mighty Ducks movie franchise, specifically the first one. Uh, Let's call that one um, Adultery, because Charlie Conway's mom is sleeping with Bombay the whole time. Oh, look at that! Charlie Conway gets playing time after a while. What kind of message is that sending to the kids? Inappropriate. Inappropriate. Um, Animal abuse. 101 Dalmatians. No one in their right mind should have 101 dogs. Also, what kind of dog can give birth to 100 puppies? Right? That's just rude. Puppy mill. Unbelievable, Disney. Unbelievable. Um, Honey, I shrunk the kids. Right. That's just irresponsible parenting right there. Why are you putting your kids in the same room as a ray gun? Exactly. Rick Moranis, how dare Shame. you? How dare you? You got any? I'm good. <laughs> if you got any, let us know. 938-0963. Uh, the Parent Trap. Well, that's just... That should be R-rated. That's, that's just entrapment. an example of that. <laughs> Literally. Stacey and Clayton. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 on Cruise. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.